Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, formerly the 16th president of the United States, and now a comedy writer who lives in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this is a political podcast featuring the perspectives of myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, uh, one of our great presidents. Abe, how was your week? And one of our burgeoning comedy writers. Yeah, do you want me to start saying that? Uh, yes, but only if you could manage to say it without sounding exasperated, like, uh, comedy writer. Like, if you could actually, like, you know, it's it's all in how you say it. That's something yeah, we man. talk about. Right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's just, um, and I don't want to get into our personal stuff on air, but, like, I, it felt like for a while there you were going to try and get me a job with the Huckabee Show on Trinity Broadcasting Network, the place you write for. And um, it just hasn't really happened yet. So, I, I like, it's one of those things where I have to put it out of my mind. But if you want to talk about it, we can. Oh, Timothy, I apologize. I've totally forgotten to follow up on this. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk to some of the – I'll talk to the head writer again tomorrow, and uh, I'll prompt him about it. Okay. Um, in the meantime, I do want to plug your show just because, you know, I am still proud of you. Um, I think I've been doing this wrong, though, lately. I think I have been um, – plugging what's about to be the show like the upcoming show i think this is a show you've already done so this week on huckabee you had senator roger marshall ray and famar mickle comedian rick roberts and author stephen j carino and shenandoah yep how'd it go man did rick roberts slay uh, totally all those yeah. guests were just banger as you can tell the guests keep getting better and better every week High-profile stuff I'm, I'm hearing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really impressed because we only do the show weekly. And, yeah. um, I mean, we do the show weekly, which means we have to come up with new guests every week. Mm-hmm. And yet we still keep finding these people, Shenandoah, the Mickelson guys, uh, the Senator yeah. Marshall, and uh, um, Rib and Rick Roberts, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a I'm seeing a quote from uh, the Rick Roberts clip. If you want people to get the vaccine, deep fry it. Okay, yeah, that's a good bit of comedy there. I like it. Yeah, he, he slayed. He he slayed. That was a really good bit. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Roberts. That's a name you've all heard a lot, and you'll be hearing a lot of from it in the future. Keep an eye on him. the The Huckabee Show. That's a launching pad for comedians. He's a really young, up and coming comedian. Um, Abe, Huckabee show aside, how was your week? It was, it was a good week. I'm, I, I'm ready to dive into this week's episode. How was your week? Good. Yeah, no, I don't want to listen. I don't want to waste any time. You reached out to me about this specific, um, topic. I don't know if you've been kind of bandying it about in the Huckabee writer's room, but you wanted to talk, uh, this week about the, uh, minimum wage and the talks about bringing it up to $15 an hour. Absolutely, Timothy. You know, it's something we talk about in the writer's room, but uh, mostly we try to avoid politics on the show. Right. You know, uh, so uh, it's it's something that wasn't necessarily a part, I don't believe, of the Biden campaign. Did, did you, Was it? Was he really campaigning on that? That's a good question. I, I remember other candidates being much more explicit in this promise. I don't know if Biden actually said it or if he kind of flirted with the idea it it doesn't seem like something he would latch on to so 
it's now become a pressing issue for the Democrats because they feel as if they need to take advantage of the short window they're going to have before the House and the Senate both get flipped in two years. And they better have some accomplishments to show for their time. And this COVID relief has been moved to the Senate this time, likely will not receive any support from conservatives if it even passes with enough Democratic support. So I think it will. I think it will. But yeah, you're right. It's probably going to be 50-51. And now they are looking for a big legislative win. And that is why they are looking to raise something called the minimum wage, which we did not have back in good old Abe Lincoln's time. No, I didn't think so. I think a lot of um, protests had to happen after you died in order to even establish something like a minimum wage. Well, it seems to be established, and now folks are looking to raise it, and they haven't really thought, uh, 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 you know, people think about the issue, but they don't, um, it sounds good, but they don't really think it through. You know what I'm saying, Timothy? Um, I guess so. It's just, uh, you know, you haven't had... And this isn't me um, trying to guilt you about rent or anything. Um, you haven't had many jobs or any jobs, really, except for comedy writers since you've been back. So I just feel like you haven't been kind of, um, what's the right word? Like fucked around by corporations in the same way that I have. So I, I just feel like I have a different experience about this than you do. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'm working for uh, a corporation now, and I know that uh, Trinity Broadcasting is doing its best to make sure it can employ as many people as possible and if it's forced to raise wages that means it can't employ as many people so timothy for instance if they have to raise their wages then they're not going to be able to add writers for instance which means that i won't be able to get you that job in the writer's room after all because there'll be fewer jobs to go around because there's less money that has to be spread uh spread into fewer pockets yeah so is this um is this something that, like, the people over at Huckabee told you? Uh, no, I'm just thinking, like, you know, the the writers at Huckabee get paid minimum wage, so it's like if they... <laughs> if they suddenly have to raise the minimum wage, and I know Democrats are talking about easing into it over the next 15 years or whatever. Um, yeah. So I get that, uh, but still, like, if they if they have to raise this up for minimum wage, I could only imagine it's going to be harder. You make minimum wage at Huckabee. Well, yeah, Timothy, it's an entry-level job, and uh, I'm grateful to be employed, and I want to be really good to the employers. And, you know, it, you know, the, the strong shall, shall survive. We don't need to be giving people handouts left or right, you, you know, so I, I'll work for it. Abe, you should, you should be making so much more money in a late-night comedy writing position. Timothy, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I show up, I clock in, yeah, and then you clock in, you clock in, and then you get a, uh, you get two 15 minute breaks and a 30 minute oh lunch God. over the nine hours that you you're scheduled on, you put on the schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, but then the nine hours don't go till taping, and you're not, you're not, um, you know. You're not paid for being a taping. I guess you're not really required to be there, but you're kind of encouraged to be a taping. <laughs> and then after tape, because after taping is like the post show notes. So, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're working like sixty hours then. Um, uh, let's see. I work like sixteen, seventeen hours a day, like oh God, six days Abe. a week. So yeah, I guess like you know a little more than that. But I get paid for eight eight of them a day. Right. 
it actually seems like um, this is an hourly position. They're they're not even paying you a salary, um, and it seems like they're also just ignoring overtime laws as well at, at Huckabee. Uh, I oh I'm I'm not super familiar with overtime laws. We obviously didn't have those in my day either. You know, if a if an old lady hired you one penny for every ten crickets you pulled out of her hair, then you know you just stayed until you got all the crickets out of her hair. Is that a job you had? Well, not me. That's not like a job I had, but I had lots of job experience. You know, we talked with Denton Offit, and he paid me, um, you know, to help him float that barge down yeah. to New Orleans. We built this barge. We we went the entire almost the, the entire Mississippi River. Right. And that was great. Uh, I made a whole dollar and a half for that. I, you know, I'm sure I could go and um, like figure out the inflation on that. Uh, but I, I just, I, we don't really have the time for me to do that. Well, you don't need to. I mean, that's part of it is the minimum wage. I'm sure it contributes to inflation because now that, you know, you raise the minimum wage that you have all this inflation that goes around. Not to mention, as I mentioned before, not to mention, as I mentioned, but less employment i mean you got to think about these things we got to be really you know we got to be careful we don't want to we sure we don't want to enable anybody only the strong can survive okay but you would agree that like your position is one that not everyone could do like only comedy writers like you and me could do that position right well yes it does take some skill and that's why right. they have like that's why they had like the three rounds of the packet like, three rounds you made it through all three rounds yeah you had to keep submitting jokes you know, but I've done plenty of unskilled jobs. You know, I worked at that convenience store, uh, you know, back. Yeah, Denton Office, right. Right. The general store, as we called it mm-hmm. then. You know, there was, a, right, this old man out back who, you know, uh, every time I would walk home, he would follow me home and and uh, rub his britches and say, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. And Sorry, what? <laughs> Well, every time I'd walk over the store, there was this other old man at this who would who would follow me home, rub his britches, and say, "I'm gonna get you! I'm gonna get you!" Would he pay you to do no. this, or did this just then, happen? Okay. No, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, I, I said, "You better stop," and he said, "I'll stop if you give me a nickel a day." So I gave him a nickel a day, which was like most of my wages, and that was a, that's how he earned his living. Nothing wrong with that. Abe, that's a horrible story. I think that man sexually. <laughs> for you, I, I think you were sexually harassed, and I think this maybe is something you might want to see a therapist about. No, no, Timothy. Everyone these days so triggered need their safe spaces and their therapy couches. Back in my day, we didn't need any of this, you know. Yeah, I guess it's just a man like extorted money out of you by touching his genitals in front of you i would just maybe just talk to like even an you know one of those virtual therapists that might help well i think what would help everybody is if they just got out of their heads a little bit i agree maybe did some more physical manual labor you know i i remember when we were kids um this guy joe johnston he came by and the schoolhouse but when i i briefly attended school and he said, hey, I'll pay. He's like, I got a wagon full of dirt clods, and I'll pay you kids a f- full penny if you come and whip all these dirt clods at my next-door neighbor. So he parks that wagon. Yep. 
And then what happened, Dave? We earned a living. That's what happened. Yeah, okay. We gained valuable experience. And I'll tell you what. Nowadays, you know, that unemployment rates, that's not the real unemployment rate. Because there's so many people who gave up looking for work. And there's sure. there's so many people who've been falsely in you know, prison nowadays. And so many children who don't have jobs. And they are not included in this unemployment rate as it is. Right. I think as a society, though, we kind of decided that we wanted children working less. Like, kids are supposed to be in school as opposed to out in the fields nowadays. Now, I understand that. But sometimes when I see these kids on their phones, I'm just like, you know what? I really think that somebody should have paid you a couple of pumpkins to castrate a horse. Because then you would really learn what, you know. Yeah, maybe. Um, My first job was uh, at Byerly's Grocery Store in uh, Roseville, Minnesota. As a grocery bagger, I made $5.80 an hour. Um... I would love to tell you, Abe, that I gained some respect for hard work through it, but no, I mean, I just really wish the minimum wage would have been higher than 580 at that time, because I would have made more money. It would have made my life better. But weren't you still living at home? Yeah, I was still living at home with my parents, sure, yes. And I'm sure they paid for, like, everything, and that this was just yeah. your walking around money? <laughs> yes, it was... It was my walking around money. And I'm sure they didn't that ask you to give that 580 an hour back to them to help them pay for horseshoes or, you know, uh, to pay the marsh witch to leave your house alone during the harvest. No, they didn't ask me for either of those things. Um, but, you know, it was still taxed. And to work a full week and to make under $200 an hour was humiliating. For... Me! It it felt like my work wasn't valued. It just fe- it felt like I was nothing. Well, Timothy, I don't think you know what humiliation is until, you know, you, you're paid to drink a whole vat of goose fat to see if it's still good. Okay. <laughs> These comparisons between our jobs, are they're just not going to work, okay? They were not compatible. Well... My second my second job was as a cashier at Best Buy, okay? You, you just win the tougher jobs argument. You worked at Best Buy? Yeah, I had to sell product replacement plans whenever, like, if someone came up with, like, a PlayStation 2, I would have to be like, hey, you know, this could break at any time, and if you buy this product replacement plan, you can come in and get a new one, no th- no questions asked. But I didn't really believe in the product, so I did a shitty job of selling them, and they fired me. Well, first they put me back in the, uh, like, stock area so I could stack things, and I stole one of those blue Mountain Dews. Um, but then, yeah, I, I got fired for not selling enough um, PRPs. Wait, were you on commission? Uh, no, I was not. I didn't make any of the money. They just treated you better if you sold more PRPs. Uh, yes, I know how that is. Yeah. The convenience store, I didn't work on commission either, but Denton would leave me alone a little bit more if I could sell some more acorns. Hey, so uh, were you fired? You were put back in the... the, the the backstock area, and then fired for not selling more of the plans? I think uh, on those days, they were just like, okay, who's our worst PRP seller? And then they sent me back to the area with all the soda, and I stole uh, soda. So Once? That's, I mean, a few times. Timothy, you cost that Best Buy (laughs) so much by not giving it your all, respecting your employer, and selling those PRP plans, and by skimming the Mountain Dews from them. 
The products already had their own warranties, Abe. Why would I need to sell these $50 product replacement plans on top of those? Because if you really had some respect for a hard day's work for once hey, in your life, then maybe you would know what it, how good it feels, how affirming it is to have a job. And you're probably the I'm, reason I'm Best Buy is going out of business these days because there's probably no, people that's... like you all over the place who demanded higher wages, which was just sucking Best Buy dry, and then wouldn't sell their valuable replacement plans to help them recoup the losses from their ridiculous wages they're forced to pay people who are stealing Mountain Dews from them. Hey, man, you would be happier, and I know this about you, you would be happier if you were paid $15 an hour. Well, uh, you... Sure, yes, but... We can't give people handouts, you know, because that's, you know, we got to um, we got to make sure they're OK on their own. And giving minimum wages is give raising the wages is basically for nothing is giving a handout. And it's um, the businesses need to be able to survive um, with our help. OK, I, I tell you what, Senate Democrats and Republicans are talking about a, co- a compromise of raising it to ten dollars an hour. Would you be happy with that? Yes. Really? You'd be okay with that? I'm not excited about it, but, like, you know, it's better than nothing. What can I say? I'm a sucker for compromise. (laughs) Okay, I'm not entirely happy with $10 an hour, but I consider that progress. Maybe the rest of the country can, um... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I can consider $10 an hour a win, but it probably needs to happen anyway, so... One time there was a fellow who was second town uh bill kenkel and he needed me to uh he, he asked me if i would pay well it was kind of my fault because i dug a bunch of holes and then his cart got stuck in one of the holes uh-huh. and he was like okay well now you owe me for the cart and i said sir i will not pay you for the cart you drove your cart into my hole and he said okay well uh, how about this how about uh, we instead you just like carry me home since my cart's broken and then we'll call it even. And I said, uh, sure, but what about your horse? Because your horse was pulling the cart and he said, this is a compromise. And I said, great, I like compromises. So that's what I did. Okay. Um, Abe, uh, before, like, unless you have any other um, last thoughts, I just wanted to leave you with one thing. This is from a... Uh, Vulture article called What Comedy Pays, um, and it's about TV writers and uh, uh, network uh, staff writers generally make uh, around the WGA minimum. Um, Basically, a staff writer on a full season order show will make $150,000 to $170,000 a year before taxes and commission. Um, Okay, Uh, any last thoughts on the minimum wage or uh, its role in society or um, uh, our first jobs? So $150,000 thousand a year uh yep hundred and fifty thousand to one hundred seventy thousand. that's just a basic staff writer position these are obviously and i don't mean to pigeonhole you into what you do but these are for more progressive so wait how, how uh, many oh no wait i got i got that wrong this there's a subcategory of late night writers uh network show first timers looking at thirty seven hundred dollars a week uh with 13 guaranteed weeks thirty seven hundred dollars a week thirty seven hundred dollars a week that's right and how many 15-minute breaks do they get? <laughs> it's, 
It doesn't say. I think that's going to do it for us here on 15 Because sometimes, you know, if you forget your lunch and you got to go try to find a lunch for your 30-minute lunch, you got to yeah. run to get it for the 15-minute break. And then you keep your Subway sandwich. You try to f- hide it somewhere so that you can get yeah. back to it for your 30-minute lunch. But the Huck, he's got a nose like a bloodhound. And he <laughs> finds it. And he'll say something like, who brought this Subway sandwich in here? And you don't want to say me because you don't want him to roast you and get into it. Right. And then he eats it. He just eats your sandwich in front of you and the rest of the staff? Uh-huh. Abe, I don't want to be considered for a, a writer position at the Huck anymore. Uh, oh, well, well, thank you, Timothy. I, that'll make things easier for me, I think. Okay, great. Um, as always, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one, five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Abe, any last thoughts? If you're going to pull crickets out of an old lady's hair, like head, um, first you want to make sure that there aren't any more crickets hopping in actively because then you're like Sisyphus pushing that boulder up the hill. You know, you're just going to be there all day. So you want to get her to a spot where she's isolated, kind of quarantined from the crickets, if you will. Just a little tip for the entrepreneurs out there. Did you know a half-hour comedy special for Comedy Central pays 20 grand? To who? The person who does the comedy special? The person who does the comedy special, yeah. Huh. I think that's going to do it. We'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.